0: Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money.
1: Good evening, viewers. Welcome to Money Radio. My name is Kingsley Liu, and this evening we'll be looking at airport concessioning and the safety of jobs in the aviation industry. Just this week past the Minister of Aviation, uh, when he was addressing some stakeholders, he said... That those efforts to be concession, of concessioning. Uh, there's no problem with them. Workers' job will not be affected. But then, since then, there have been reactions uh, from members of the public. A lot of people are skeptical that eventually, it may not be as the minister said. It may just be another political statement to come Fred Nows and to does what might amount in the long run. Uh, to be a uh, protest to interrogate this whole arrangement i have with me here in the studio today mr godwin iken mr godwin is a seasoned expert in the industry very vast very knowledgeable sir so, you're welcome to the studio oh thank you thanks and my dear viewers please welcome to the program OK, it, well, you just heard what I said. Mm-hmm. But the problem here is also uh, that uh, it's not just about uh, concessioning in airports. Uh, why concession the viable ones? <laughs> and uh, why not go for the ones that are not viable and see what can be done to bring them up to speed? And uh, again, the workers uh, returning their jobs, is it possible given the permutations in the industry across the globe?
0: Um, first of all, let's understand the whole, uh, you know, uh, theme called um, concessioning. Um, of course, you know the it comes from the uh, uh, from the pair. concede, concede, and give away yeah. your your rights in the you know in, in, in a property. Um, the property is yours, but you're asking somebody else to take possession. Manage and make it better and more profitable. That's the whole idea. Idea, for essence. Uh, Now, um, it it is worrisome that um, of all the airports we have in, in Nigeria that are struggling to survive, airports that are really, you know, struggling to uh you know to uh, get the aviation business done as well as can be that the choice our honorable ministers uh, has made is to pick the four viable and most successful ones to give away um in our reality it doesn't make sense um those that want to come and invest and help us make our airports better ones should be looking at those that are struggling, those smaller airports that are not getting the, the, the required volume of passengers to be, you know, to, you know, for purposes purpose of, uh, you know, profitability, um, uh, and those that are not yet as equipped. As it should be, in order to meet the you know the required you know standards as stipulated you know by by and, and the rest of them. Um, that that should be the uh, the desire of uh, you know those calling the shots of the uh, aviation, uh ministry. Now the idea of giving away the successful ones. It's sentencing the other ones that are not as viable to instant death, death sentence. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the issue of uh, whether the workers are going to retain jobs or not retain jobs is, is secondary. But well, he said they will retain their jobs. Yes no jobs he, will be lost. Yes, he, he said so. But then I I I don't know what business plan is put in place to ensure that that happens because uh, an investor that comes to take an airport in order to run it profitably. And of course, if if they have agreed that some uh, good level of investment should be made in that airport in order to bring it up to a higher standard, and we need to opt a more level of profitability. Inevitably, these investors will have to cut down outgoings. You know, in 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 in, in finance, you have the uh, you know the, your, your outgoings in terms of uh, the, the money you spend, the expenditures, and you have of course the, the inflows. Which is the income that uh, you make, I and mean, it's the difference between the two. determines your your gross um, profit, and then you take out a few other, um, uh, you know, expenses here and there, and put uh, you know, uh, recurring costs and, uh, and those that are you know, uh, constant um, you know, costs. Take them all out before you were able to establish a net profit for the operation of that particular airport. I don't see the possibility that an investor will come and retain most of the redundant workers that I find milling around the entire airport, some of them virtually doing nothing meaningful collecting salaries at the end of the day. Um, a private investor that's come to really uh, view the airport, develop it in, you know, and take it to a point of profitability. Will, will not, it's not likely to employ more. Rather, you look for areas that you, you have too many um, uh, cooks, they say but, you know, you know, there's a saying that too many cooks spoil the group. Yes, so they are going to look for those uh, too many cooks that are likely to spoil the group to, to get them out of the way and then, uh, you know, reduce the outgoings and, and, and therefore uh, create uh, the possibility of uh, the airport being, uh, you know, profitable. So, uh, like you might be pointed out that it might be a statement. If you ask me, um, I, I don't see how More workers will be employed, and I don't see how those that are already there, uh, you know, will be retained. All of them will be retained. To tell you the truth, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't, I don't don't see that happening. However, if he has some, if he has agreed on some kind of magic that they they are going to do, we are waiting to see. But let me uh, uh, bring this for our viewers to consider. Internationally speaking, in this whole wide world, anytime you find any government wanting to concession uh, to concession an airport, it is for the purpose of making that airport better, um, it has to be, you know, airports that are struggling, that are not as viable as they should be. And you need some investor to come do what it takes, including, you know, within a way, redundance. Because at that point, you don't need redundance. You don't need people who just sit around and then at the end of the month collect salaries for, for doing little or nothing. You need people that are bringing value to the table. That, that, those are the kind of workers you, you need. And at that you know, that's the way you can guarantee profitability. Uh, you know what I expected the honorable uh, minister to, you know, pay attention to and, and spend his energy doing is to look at these other airports that are currently struggling, that are not viable, and then invite, you know, the, the so-called experts who, who think they can turn around these airports. like, you know, concession those ones to them. Say go, go, ahead. And that's what, for instance, I give you, I give you a clear example. Um, uh, uh, in the UK, the British government, uh, uh, rather than Heathrow, which is on its own a very successful airport, you know, doing as well as it can, the one they they had to give away was uh, Gatwick, the Gatwick Airport. As a matter of fact, the man who took it over and turned it around is a Nigerian. Serious? Yes, I'm trying to remember this this man's name. Uh, you know. A financial uh, expert, and he he made I, I'm trying to look for appropriate word to describe what he did to uh, um, uh, Gatwick. And today, Gatwick is effectively competing with Hitler. But prior to his uh, taking over, this Nigerian man taking over, you know, Gatwick, Gatwick was virtually depending on uh, on Heathrow for its uh, survivability. And uh, it wasn't, you know, not too many flights were coming there, and a the, the whole lot of airlines don't even want to, or rather didn't even want to, uh, you know, go, go to Gatwick, except be forced to do so, you know. But today, if you if you ask, ask um, airlines to choose, they rather go to Gatwick, you know, than, uh, you know, come to, to Heathrow. That is the real concessionary. That is where it's required. And then, again, internationally speaking, and I, I can use also India to give you an example of how this is work. Uh, let me say this before I, I come to this particular point I want to, you know, uh, bring to you. Um, I have made it clear that my opinion is that every state of this Federation, Every state in Nigeria should have an airport. I've had people say, "Oh, it's um, it's it's not viable. Um, They they can't even pay salaries, and they can't do this and they can't do that." People are just misunderstanding the the um, what the economic value that airports bring to states. It's because of the misunderstanding that you know the fact that. State governments you know, uh, are accused of, oh, you haven't paid uh, salaries, you haven't paid um, uh, 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 you know, workers' um, pension, you haven't done this, you haven't, done, you haven't built the roads in the, in the state, and then all you want to do is uh, to do an airport. That's a clear misunderstanding of the contribution of aviation to the economy of, of the state. My opinion is that all states of the Federation of Nigeria should have airports. Once we have them in place, then it is time to create what I describe as State Interconnectivity Scheme. State Interconnectivity Scheme, that is to say uh, SIS, okay? By the way, this is my intellectual property. Anyone who's going to discuss it or amplified from from this point on, you must say according to body. Gain, then you will be doing it legally. If you if you make it look as if it's your language and it's your idea, then you are beginning to steal some of these intellectual property assets. So uh, I'm I'm bringing it to uh, for even my viewers to, to hear and listen. If you amplify it, say according to body. We not create state interconnectivity scheme that will. Generate passengers, and then the next thing we need to do is we um, uh, we we create what I I also will describe as um, uh, cross subsidization, and I'm mm-hmm. going to explain that to you. Chapter yes, cross subsidization. What it simply means is rather than give away these four successful airports the leave them in place and use funds generated from these airports to support the ones that are struggling and then use the state interconnectivity scheme to create passenger flow passengers do not fall from the skies they are generated there's no there's no airport that pulls its arms and await passengers to come in and, and get business uh, you know, going anywhere in the world. So let me now take you to, to the experience of uh, India. India has close to a hundred and uh, about 60 or, 65, or 60 or 65 airports in the whole of India. China has even 200. Wonderful. Now, guess what? Only five percent of uh, you know, those uh, uh airports are available. Only five percent. So you can imagine if you take the first hundred, five percent of that is just uh, you know, uh, uh you know, five uh, uh, five airports out of uh, out of the yeah. hundred. yeah, wonderful. And then you take you, 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 you take the other one. So at the end of the day, you are dealing with it close to about uh, seven or eight airports out of all the multitude of airports. And why do you think that uh, those airports are there? They are there because they are impacting positively to the economy of the locations, the regions. Yeah, the regions where they are. Where you know where they are, you know established, and the managers of the you know of the industry then have a way of subsidizing the other ones that must stay alive, and you know help the economy of you know the, the the states and the regions where they are established to to run. Imagine for one second that like, all airports in Nigeria rather, I mean, all all states in Nigeria have airports. How we carefully and, you know, and diligently plan and arrange interconnectivity schemes. That is to say, um, an average fixed-wing flight needs a minimum of anywhere between 45 Minutes on um, one-hour flight to be viable, because okay, I use practical examples to, to to tell you how this is work. If you have an airport in uh, Oka, in Anambra state, and one is already in Atenobu or Asaba, depending on whether you want to head north, you know, to Atengo, or you want to head south. You know, uh, you know, to Rasaba or bin each of either way will do just less than fifteen minutes, and taking a fixed wing jet into the air and bringing it down in less than in in, in, in less than ten minutes is all waste of money, waste of resources because everything put in that flight is just waste. The plane is busy you know, doing um, uh, its um, uh, pressurization. Each time it takes off and shortly it lands. And then it's, it's also doing this you know, uh, round tripping that is counting you know, towards the maintenance of the aircraft. Don't forget that it's not like your car. That you wait for the engine to begin to cough before you know that something is wrong and I need to go and service this car. No, the airplane is regulated. Everything is in the cycles. You know that that one cycle is about taking off from one place and landing in in the other. You know you complete the cycle. You take off again and land. You know the other. You complete the cycle. Uh, Logs of those movements are kept by pilots, and as soon as the number of cycles that uh, that airplane is recommended for is completed. Whether the aircraft is still sounding really, really good and feeling really good, it is due for some, some kinds of maintenance and it must be done. And that's huge sums of money. Yeah, but my, my question here is why, yeah.
1: why, why is it difficult for, you know, government to adopt this model? It's not, it's not as if they, have not, they don't have consultants, they, they do have consultants who may have advised them one or two things to do, but uh, then it, it yeah. does seem nothing is working because yeah. right now in Calabar, you know, they have this Kali and uh, a people has already floated this on Anambra. you know, gradually these airports are springing
0: up, but to appear there's no commercial well, Wow, it, it, uh, it's... It's a jury man that will answer that question is the Honourable Mr. Hadisirika himself. You need to invite him. and put putting him on the spot and ask him to explain some of these things. And um, it, it uh, you see, it hurts me when I sit back with how much I know about the industry and how much of my time I spent you know, uh, talking to the world, not just talking to Nigeria or talking to the world about the way the way to go. And then it is seen that the man seeing all this lives in Nigeria, and Nigeria is conducting itself in the manner that we are doing. If you wear my shoes, you will understand how I feel. It, it really hurts. Yeah. We, we can't, we, we just can't go on this way. Um, I don't want to speculate um, the reason you know uh, those that are pushing for some of these things what their interests are and uh, what uh, you know they are pursuing what interests they are pursuing and what they want to really truly achieve because uh, you you can't wake up overnight give away the successful airports instantly sentencing to death the the struggling ones but they
1: have already done that
0: uh, well um he, uh, we'll, we'll wait and see how it goes But well, i can tell you that quote anytime if he gets through with this plan i give him maximum maximum two three years and everything will be will begin to collapse like a pack of cats those that are so-called uh, investors that will come to, to take over the airport. If, if you judge by what we've done in other sectors, they're not coming here to, to bring in money. They're still going to come here and borrow money from our local banks, which is on the which is on the idea and the spirit of uh, what we're talking about. Yes. We, we did it in electricity. We were expecting people to come in here and bring in money. And establish our transmission lines, establish our you know, uh, uh, you know generation uh, uh, capacity and uh, capability, and uh, stabilize you know power like it, 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 it is in all the civilized nations of the world, where you never see power blink for one second in, in, in a day. Well, what did these guys do? They, they came in here, a lot of them totally inexperienced with the, the power sector, just jumped in there you know, began to cannibalize and sell the assets they, 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 they found and then, uh, you know, brought us what we have on our hands after investing trillions and trillions of dollars. And yet, every day, our electricity is going off and on and a whole lot of people do not even you know, have it to, to, to use. In, how many years now have we, have we done this, type of electricity? Has it gotten better? No. Has not gotten better? It's no. exactly what you should expect, in what Honorable uh, Minister Haldyselka is uh, doing in the aviation sector. I think somebody that lost this nation needs to stop him. I was hoping that I would find an opportunity to sit one-on-one with him, to look him straight in the eyes and say, Honorable Minister, drop this, it won't work. Let's do something better for this nation. The other airports need to have the economy of the states where they are planted to, you know, to run. If you say, oh, the people are not flying, there are ways of getting people to fly. And I'm not going to share those kind of information anymore free on, 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 on air because uh, it's being taken for granted now. and. Uh, Excuse me, and then um, it, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem anyone is is listening. Passengers do not fall from the skies. They are generated, and there are ways of doing these things. Okay, let me cite you one example, just one example of what can happen. If, for instance, uh, Anambra Airport takes off, and uh, uh, the state finds that Anyway suppressing it because anywho is already there and established. Owele is suppressing it because Owele is already there and established. And um, perhaps Asaba or Benin is also doing its speed. And uh, uh, you, you find your own people running to any of these other places to go and uh, board you know, their flights rather than come to their home states. What do you want to do? You, you do subsidization for the first one year. For instance, if is coming to from Lagos to Al- Alhambra State says his ticket is uh, 60,000, for instance, as I'm hearing that that's what's going on, I haven't flown recently, uh, that's what's going on now, The tickets are over the roof, and uh, people who are desperate to, to fly because of the uh, you know, poor safety situation of the, of the roads, so more people uh, the insecurity on our roads has generated more passengers for the airlines, and so airlines are taking advantage now and jacking off the, the air tickets. If state government says, okay, this is uh, my security board, that, uh, uh, we don't seem to be you know doing the best we can with, uh, let me subsidize flights for my people for the next one year.
1: Kali A is
0: doing it, I think from uh, Calabar to Abuja, and, uh, Seventeen thousand. Very well. You know, I, this time sharing with you, I've shared it several. I shared it on NTA. I shared it on um, on uh, We Airfare. I shared it on ITV. You know, uh, and so there's there's possibility that somebody somewhere was listening and decided to. You know, to, to, buy into to, to buy into it and so congratulations i'm, I'm happy to hear that I'm happy to hear that somebody's already you know practicing what i've been recommending okay so you, you know by so doing you whet the appetite of the people to fly and after one year of enjoying flying and uh, doing business you know with, getting a customer to the environment if if you withdraw the subsidy i any tell you what Ninety percent will continue to That's fly right, yeah, yeah, yeah. because they they have acquired the appetite and it he, is done their business well. It's done the economy of the of, his, of, of the state well. So any any other increase in price will mean nothing to these individuals, and they will continue to fly. That is the trick. That is the way it works. That's what I call the you know the cross um, you know part of uh, the scheme of uh, cross subsidization. You know. You, you can have an internal one, and you can have an external one. Okay. You can have, you know, uh, one big airport. Remember, it's still one management that is supposed to be controlling all these airports in the way, in the way our laws are. Yeah, it's still going to be fun. It's still going to be NCAA for the, you know, the issues of safety and security yeah. and the rest of them. And so, you can see. You can um, still um, ensure that the unsuccessful ones are stay alive, in order for them to continue to contribute, you know, economically to the state where they are planted. Um, anyway, um, the thing is that you know, considering hmm. that next year
1: uh, is almost election year, do uh, um, you think they will have time for all these things we are talking about? Now? Election year, the visual campaigns, and all the
0: rest of them. And this is, the, I think, the last leg for this administration. Well, um, call it last leg, if you like, the administration should uh, have an ambition to still come back to power. The fact that uh, Mr. President uh, Muhammad Buhari has done his uh, constitutionally allowed uh, ATAs does not mean that his party, APC, should pull arms and lose power. No, APC should still be ambitious enough to uh, and, and trusted to to still grab you know power it's their right to, to have such ambition just like uh, all the other parties that are trying you know to have the right to aspire you know to, to grab the, the you know the power and so it, it, it's not it's not a time to pull arms and it's not a time to you know to play it's a time to get serious so I don't see why electioneering campaigns should consume all the workforce, we have. It shouldn't. Some, it's it just like flying the, the, the airplane a, at the time when there are technical you know, challenges. The instruction to pilots is always, one person must concentrate on flying the plane, while others are dealing with the challenges, the technical challenges they have in the cockpit. If everybody you know, is uh, dealing with the, the challenges, you know what's going to happen? They will lose situational awareness and the plane may just be descending without their knowledge. Before you say, Jack, you look out there, you are heading to, towards a building or towards a hill, and that's a crash, and just because you didn't dedicate one person to ensure that the flight is going on safely. I'm, I'm trying to give you an analogy how this works. Some individuals will be saddled with this election and then others should concentrate in ensuring that our economy
1: it's public. okay all right sir that's much you can take on this uh, program viewers join us same time same day next week for another interesting edition have a wonderful evening
0: this program is brought to you by leadership podcast from the stable of leadership media group